hardship no more struggle no more challenges no more battle because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle and God said after today you shall rest from your battle the battle of your marriage the battle of your business the battle of your finances the battle of your sickness the battle of your shame the battle of your disgrace the battle of your setback the battle of the pains you don't want to forget God said you will rest from your battle And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. Somebody do it better for the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. You may please take your seats. Amen. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for your faithfulness and your loving kindness. We give you all the adoration and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, even as we come to hear your word, we ask that you teach us and show yourself strong and cause us to understand your word and cause us to run with it and let our life never ever be the same again. Amen. You should be able to know that everything or everyone God created as is what it needs to be able to function and to exist. So you don't need to go and ask the spider where it's going to get the thread to weave its web. The spider already had the thread in him. So he's able to bring it out and weave the web for which he works with. When you look at any form of animals, you can ask the lion, what are you going to eat before you sleep? The lion knows that he's been given a power and a strength in the jungle to be able to feed on these things to live. You can't ask the fish in the sea, how are you going to eat? Because I don't have any food for you. The fish will will definitely succeed or survive in the ocean because he has what to feed on to be able to live. In the same thing when it comes to human beings, God has given us what to live on to be able to be sustained. And I read the last time in Genesis from the creation of time what God said that he's giving man everything that he should use it for food and for everything and to live on. Today, we have clothes, we have shoes to wear, we have houses to sleep in, we have cars to drive. They are all things that God gave us to live on. So he doesn't need again to manufacture what is there. And I said, God always will perform a miracle when it's beyond the work of man. But anything that man can do, God does not perform it as a miracle. So in other words, God never created you and I to be lazy. So that is why he told us in Genesis 2 that we should dress the garden and keep it. So you don't fold your arms and put your arms in between your thighs and say, well, God created me, so God is going to do it. God requires that you should also use your mind to work. So the mind is the most fertile and the most important area of your life where everything takes place so if you are not able to use your mind effectively you will always find yourself to be blamed amen because that is what god has given us as a strength so everything you see that is created 
or anything you see, any manufacturer coming into it, anything, any product you see on the shelves or in the market was as a result of a dream. It's as a result of somebody conceiving and giving birth to it. So there is nothing that is impossible. Everything we see around us is possible because it was given birth to. Can I hear an amen? So we don't go to God and give him an excuse. That is why he made human beings intelligent beings. And I said, it's important for you, if you read Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 to 21, it tells you that now to him is able to do a silly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. There is a power that works in us. And that power that works in us is a creative power. The power to create. The power to create. The power to bring to bear. The power to produce. Are you there with me? So once I have that power, which God has already deposited in me, once I'm able to tap into that innate ability, that innate ability, then you will be able to magnify it to be a blessing. In other words, if you discover your talent as a footballer and you decide to polish the skill, you make money. You profit from it. Because people are not only going to buy your gift as a talent as a footballer, they are also going to watch your skill and it comes by your training and your exercise. Your ability to develop that thing and make it, find it for everybody to patronize. So if you see any car, you are paying for the value of the car. And that person who manufactured this is making money out of it. Why? The person has a dream, a gift to put all the metals together to produce a car. But because he has worked on it so nice, you now look at the model and you like it and you pay for it. So everything God gives us, you can call it in raw material terms, but you and I have to turn it into a finished product. And that is where the work comes in. That is where the, the thinking process comes in. So there is no one God created and created us and left us without anything. The more problems you solve, the more money you make. The more skillful you become, the more better the world comes after you. Because the world is looking for people who can solve problems. And not only solving problems, but they are looking for people who have worked themselves and they've paid the price to be able to solve it. So I said, one of the things you should do is to find your passion. Is to find your passion. I told you about that last week. Is to find your passion. I'll come back to find your passion. I'll give you 15 things you should know about your passion. One of the things is to find your passion. I said, people had passion for event planning and all that. All that they knew is to get busy with their friends and decide to put together their friends' parties and everything and all that. And it's like a fun. But right now, people are converting this fun into making money. And people are paying people to plan their events for them. What is your passion? What drives you crazy? You can turn that passion you have into money making. It's very easy. Some people's passion is to do people's hair. But naturally, that is not what you went to school to do. I'm not talking about what you went and sat in the classroom and did. Because sometimes what you even learn in the classroom is not what even pays you. I'm talking about what you can do outside what you learn in the classroom. You can be an engineer. You can be a doctor. You can be a lawyer. You can be whatever cause. Thank God you did. But there is something in you that goes beyond that work you are doing. And so you need to be able to look for it and generate it. So you use your passion to profit. Your treasure is tied to your talent. Your goal is tied to your gifts. And your profit is tied to your potential. And I said, for you to be able to find out this passion, you have to find out three things which are more 
But three questions you should genuinely ask yourself to be able to identify your passion. The question is, the first one is, what is that thing I find easy to do? What is that thing I find easy to do? Or it comes to me natural. I don't struggle with it. I have not gone to school for it. I have not done anything to, but it comes to me so natural. There are some people who writing comes to them so natural. They don't struggle to write. And they've turned their writing into a skill and today they are making money out of it. They have books out there and they are doing so much. Um, some is music. They, have, they can be managers of companies or owning businesses, but songs come to them naturally. They can sing easily and they can write easily. Some of them, they have their, whatever they are doing, but baking is a natural thing for them. They do it and like a hobby and all of a sudden they are making money out of it so you yourself find yourself out from yourself what comes to me natural what do i do without stressing myself and you can turn that thing into money making some people they are natural in coming out doing beats or what those things they just go to you just go to any some school or whatever craft school polish it up and here you are you'll be making money and and normally the irony is that what your passion gives you is more than even what your secular or your own work gives you and you see people walking around and saying that i don't have money i need money and all this you are you don't look for money on trees you look for money in solving problems amen so naturally as you sit down right now you are you are rich but you have not found anything and some of us are even wasting our passion for free we are using our passion for free. Somebody, you are a natural comedian. It's money. Amen. We are using our passion for free. Look for that thing and this world will come for you and you make money out of it. What is that thing? The next question you ask yourself is that what is that thing that is always on my mind? What is that thing that is always on my mind that I think about? I think about it. I dream about it. I talk about it. When people gather and they are talking, they will see me talking about it so passionately. It's something I can convert into making money. Remember, we are looking at things that makes you to prosper. So we are looking at money. Amen. The next thing is the third question is, what is that thing you do that when people don't pay you, you still want to do it? That thing that you do when they said they are not going to pay you, you still want to do it. The thing is that the thing consumes you more than even the money you, are re- you want to receive out of it. That is your passion. That is your passion. You just love to do it, apart from stealing. <laughs> you just love to do it. it it's, it's natural. It comes to you so easily. And if they say, look, stop and don't, I'm not going to pay you for this. Oh, thank you. But I still will do it because I just love to do it. That is your passion. It's something you shouldn't joke with. And I said, in developing that, you should also know your personality. You should know your personality. Point number two, you should know your personality. Your personality is your makeup. The way you are, you are being wired to, to live and to work or to behave. God for us to prosper also has worked on our personality. Your personality also helps you to advance or to, to profit from what you are doing. And so you should analyze your personality. And your personality is tied to your temperament. It's tied to your temperament. So 
as far as you are concerned, how is your temperament like? Are you an extrovert or are you an introvert? If your temperament is an extrovert, you should know what comes to you naturally and what you can do easily. There are some work when you are in it as an extrovert, it's a natural thing for you. But if you are an introvert and you find yourself in that job, also you find yourself struggling. So your temperament itself helps you even in your career development and even in your area to profit as far as your passion is concerned and all that. So you should be able to know yourself. And it's better to know yourself than somebody knowing you. Are, are you understanding me? So find yourself, ask yourself, do some. Now it's very easy. When you go even on the net, you can even do personality tests and be able to know your, your temperament and everything and know what comes to you easily and who you are. You can discover it and then you do it. So go and do that and it can help you. So ask yourself, do I have what it takes to succeed in this area of my passion? Do I have what it takes? You can have a passion for football. Are you there with me? You can have a passion for football, but by your temperament, you don't even have what it takes to play football. <laughs> so for the fact that you have the passion in there, does not mean you will succeed as a footballer. You can have a passion when you see people, um, newscasters and all those things, or, uh, or you see actors and all that, you have a passion. You just have to be like maybe Genevieve Naji, or you want to be like John Dumelo and all those. But when they put you on the, on the, on the set to perform, you are a boring person. <laughs> you can, you can, you are not able to do it as you ought to do it. You're, your script will be with you and they will try to repeat you so many times. So you can have a passion for something, but your personality might not be able to fit it. Are you getting me? So you should be able to know what is my personality in line with my passion. So you can have a passion for something, but your personality is also key in developing that passion. So look at it. So the, the next thing I said was to be able to have the SWOT analysis to analyze your personality. So you look at, which is SWOT, which is a management um, test that you know of. You look at the X, which is your strength. So look at your strength. Ask yourself, what is my strength in this area that I am venturing into as my passion? What is my strength in there? Do I have what it takes? You, you, you have a passion as an athlete. Do you have the energy to be an athlete? Do you have the discipline to rise up early and to train and to be able to do it? You have a passion for football. Do you have what it takes the strength in there to be able to go into it you have a passion as a lawyer do you have the knowledge the capacity and all those things to to read and to retain information and to quote things it is important for you to be able to look at that so you have to assess your strength what are my strengths does it fit in my personality is it okay for me to be able to do these things because if you don't get it you you make a, a mockery of yourself in that area, you, you will just go in there and you, you realize that you get frustrated and you pull. A lot of people are frustrated in careers and areas that they choose because they didn't have the strength in that area where they say they have their passion. So they are not profiting from anything. They are rather creating mess and they are messing up their business. They are messing up their own self and they are wasting their own time. The second thing you have to look at is your weaknesses. Your weaknesses. No human being is a superhuman. We all have our weaknesses. There are some things I would never try to do because I know I can't do it. Are you there with me? And it is important for you to admit it and accept it than to fight it. There are people, they know they have weakness in this area, but they are pretending they have strength in there. And over a period, their bosses get angry with them. And one of the problems we have in this part of our world is that we only think of what you are going to get to survive now. So, once I am looking for what I can survive now, it doesn't matter. So the person doesn't even have the strength, but he said I can do it. You get to people at construction site, they cannot even carry 
the hairpan, but they will tell you they will carry it. And you know that when they lift it up, all of a sudden, just a day, the next day they have to be at the hospital. Because they are not strong enough to do such construction work. But the thing is that they will force to do it because I have to survive. Are you there with me? So, so look at your strengths. Look at your strengths. You have to know your weaknesses. And admit that this is my weakness. This is my weakness. If you like sleeping, admit that this is my weakness. If you, if you like food, admit that it is my weakness. So you don't joke with it. Admit your weaknesses. What are my weaknesses in this area that I said I'm going Assess it and know it. The next thing is that you also have to ask yourself, what are my opportunities? And this thing can also be applied to a business you want to do that you want to start. Whether you want to start any business, you are just excited to do that business. Ask yourself these questions. That what are my strengths in there? As far as the business I'm going to do, do I have the strength that it takes both financial capacity, human resource, whatever? Do I have that strength? You ask yourself, what weaknesses do I have if the things start going on? And then you also have to, what are the opportunities? What are the opportunities around me? And, and how can I use it? And does it even fit in my personality? Does that opportunity even fit in my personality? It's very critical. Sometimes you even have to ask yourself the job you are saying you are applying for. That you are going to read. Some people apply and enter into jobs because they want any job at all. They enter into it. They interview them. and say, can you do so? I can do anything. <laughs> and now here you are. They are giving you anything. And you are now struggling. And the next time, they sack you, they spoil your CV. So it's important for you to know. Don't just take anything because you just want to have anything. So what are my opportunities? The next thing is, what are my threats? The T. The O is, the S is strength. The B is weakness. O is opportunity. T is your threat. What are my threats in these areas? In other words, there are competitors. There are people already in that area. When you are going for the interview, there are people who have also applied the same thing, the job that you are going to do. They are your competitors. These are the threats around you. If you don't do it well, they will be fired and somebody can be taking, can take your place. In the same thing, the thing you say you want to do. Do you understand what you are going to do? Who are those people in that area of what you say you are going to do? What are the advantages? What are the things they have done so far to get to them where they have got into? And what are they doing better than what you are going to do? So you want to profit in it, you have to find out. If you want to come to the sanitation area, you know that Zoom Lion has been there and you have to find out what is zoom lion doing right and what is not doing right what is not doing right is what you can capitalize on to be able to get there and move ahead of them so all these things that you do you have to be able to look at that are we there you need people in your in whatever you are doing you need people you cannot be an island to yourself so you need people it's also one of the third assets you should have to profit people people is also an asset the third area you should look to profit so the people there becomes like your resource or your target market. Your target market. And last week I was saying something that you were like, for instance, if you want to sell a product, you have a passion to sell a product and you have put all the product together and the product is a sanitary pad and you take this product to men's dormitory to go and sell it. Already, you, you have a bad business <laughs> because they are not going to buy They don't know what they are going to use it for. But when you take it to the women's dormitory, you know that of course, the, you are a potential customer. They are going to buy from you. So it's important for you to know where you sell your products. Your product is very critical. And your product is a people. You need a people to be able to sell the product. If they don't buy your product, you are not there. And I said that to those people who need you, you are a miracle worker. To those people who need you, you are a miracle worker. But to those people who don't need you, you are a noise maker. So for instance, all of us can tune the television. And when you see Manchester United and, and maybe Arsenal play, playing, you are excited. 
Somebody will be sitting by and say, Charlie, switch off this thing and let me go and watch uh, some Chinese movie. Are, are you following me? So, interest area varies. Interest area varies. So, to you, Arsenal and Manchester is something you want to watch. And it's exciting. But another person is like, ah, what is Manchester and Arsenal? Forget about it. I want to watch boxing. Or I want to watch athletics. So, that should tell you that you always have to identify where you are celebrated and not where you are tolerated. If you want to succeed in this life, and if you want to make it, you have to identify the people that celebrate your product. The people that celebrate your product. If you don't find the people that celebrate your product, you waste your time. Because naturally, you would think you are doing something, but you are where you are. You want to sell watches or you want to sell anything or whatever you want to sell, you have to look out for the target market that can buy into what you said you have. It's not that's doing it. You'll be frustrated. So yes, you have the passion, you have the personality, you have done your SWOT analysis, you are okay, but you should know that there are people who want to get what you have. We have a problem. And the problem we have is simply is that we are trying to convince people to like us. To like us. Though they don't need us. This message continues after the break. From the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu. Get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry product at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233 233- Two seven seven two five zero four two zero or plus two three three two four nine three nine three three six one. Email us revismila at gmail.com. Visit our website icgcislegon.com. Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. Welcome back. Can I say it again? We have a problem to force people to like us, though they don't need us. So you are at a workplace that you are working so much and nobody sees that you are doing anything. The issue is that you are not needed there. But you are forcing that they will like you. And you think you can do something to change their mind. And the more you do it, the more you waste. The same way you can step into a place and in the next seconds, everybody is praising you. Because they need the services you are rendering. And that is where the satisfaction and the motivation comes from. So it's not how much you are paid, but how you are celebrated. I like to be in an environment where I'll be motivated than giving me money that I'll always be demoralized. So relationship is critical in decisions. Because you see, the more you get motivated the more you are able to bring more out of you. The less you are motivated, the little you are able to perform. Look at Jesus. The Bible says that he could not perform many miracles in his own country. So if you watch him all the time, he prefers to go outside and raise the Lazarus, the widow of Nantes, 10 bread, 
five loaves of bread, two fishes into thousands to few people. And want to go to places where people will call him the Messiah. Lay cloths on the ground for him to walk on. Call Hosanna and all that. Every time he, he is places where tax masters and everything are celebrating him. And he's so excited. But when he comes among his own Jews, they question him. They call him a son of the devil and everything. All the time they are hurting him. But at another place, they exhort him. So the, the issue here is that if you want to give the best of your life, look at where you are celebrated and not where you are tolerated. Are we learning something here? If not, you waste your energy. You waste your strength. If you look at Marcel Desiree, when the time came for him to make a decision whether to play for Ghana or to play for France, he, he, I believe he took some of these things into consideration. Today, he's more celebrated in the world as a world-renowned footballer. Are you there with me? Let's be honest with ourselves. So, it's critical for us to understand some of these things. It's important. As you are moving on in life, be smart and be able to weigh those things. There are some companies, some of you that are going for interview, there are some jobs that will give you more money, but you will enter in like a slave and you will never be happy. But you enter into a place where they are not going to pay you much, but in that place, it will serve as a springboard for you to launch out into a bigger area because why though they are not paying you well but they will give you more exposure more training more opportunities that your talent and ability will come up that another better company somewhere will put you yes what you are receiving was not enough but you will get there so don't look for work because of the money you are going to pay look for the work that will give you better exposure and better opportunities that should be your secret to prosper in life You can't succeed in a place or an area with less privilege or opportunity. You can't. So you have to look for it. There was a book that they said, I'm yet to find that book, but you can also look for it. The Blue Ocean Strategy. The Blue Ocean Strategy. It was written by some scholars from Harvard who made a research and they were able to talk about two seas. We have the Red Sea and the Blue Sea. Now, in the Red Sea, there are sharks in it. And every time you find blood in that area. Because any fish that enter in, they will, they will kill you. And there are industries like that. There are places of businesses like that. You enter in, they will kill you. It's a mafia area. You don't go wasting your time to enter into a place where they will kill you. You go to a place where it's a blue ocean. The blue ocean is calm because there is more room for every fish to swim without any challenge. So look for those areas. Though you have the passion, you have the personality, you have done all analysis, it's also important for you to know that there are threat areas you should avoid. So go into an area where you can easily grow up gradually. By the time they know, you are there already and you are making it. Wisdom is important. So tell the person, look for the blue ocean and not the red ocean. Amen. So look for industries that are here to emerge. Maybe you'll be the first person that will bring out that business in the whole of Ghana and the world. There are things that you can start today. It's an idea. Drop into your spirit. Look through the market. Come out with another strike before you know you are there. You will make it. Before Nkuleni came to the market, there was nothing like that. And today it's a household name. Those days when we were growing up, there was shit in the bottle by, um, what is the name? Oh, I've forgotten them. They, they are now in Tama. They even have a hotel and all those things. Joka. Joka Shito was there. Amen. Today, you don't find it as it used to be because there's been a lot, but at least they made their money before then. 
So there are some, you quickly come in, you make your money, you move on. Before others come and they start struggling. People, when they hear all that they are, they are thinking that people don't want to dream on new grounds. When they hear somebody doing something, they all want to follow and they are also going to do it. We don't work that way. You have to be creative and innovative in your area. Amen. So, verse point four, products. No matter how you are passionate, no, no matter what how passionate you are, money flows in line or exchange for goods and services. So you also have to know your product. Goods and people will only pay for your product. People will only pay for the product you are selling. So no matter how your passion is, your whatever it is, find some way to package that thing. All that I'm saying about the product is packaging. Just package it. When you're able to package it, you make money. Mike Murdoch, or Mike Murdoch, was able to package his product into what I am holding here as the wisdom word reader. How many of you have seen it? The wisdom word reader. Now, the wisdom word reader, as I'm holding my hands now, has all the books of Mike Murdoch. And anywhere I am going, I carry it. I read all the books of Mike Murdoch on this. It's making money. So instead of going to buy voluminous books of Mike Murdoch, you have it on this app. And it's easy for you to read. So you bought one thing, but you have all the books. And you are reading it. It's making money all over the world. The issue is that how do you put your product together? It's important that you should know that. So your ability to turn what you have into something that people can identify with, they will buy. It's simple. They will buy it. If you want to make money, know how to turn your product into something that is marketable. Five is problem. Problem. What problem can you can your passion solve? What problem can your passion solve? I have passion for this. But what problem can that passion solve? Because money is a reward. Money is a reward for a problem solved. Money is a reward for a problem solved. That is why when you give somebody money before he does something for you, we say you have bribed the person. That is where bribery comes from. But when I do something for you and you come to bless me, you have not bribed me. It's a reward. It's an incentive. Do you understand it now? If I solve your problem and you come to bless me, you have not bribed me. I pray for you as a pastor, you have a challenge or you are going for a business deal and you come to me and I hold your hands and I pray for you and you went in and won a, a contract worth millions and you come with 10% or 20% and bring it to me. I said, Pastor, do you remember we prayed? I said, what is it? I said, we, the business that is it. By God's grace, I've received the business. So, this is 10% for you. You have not bribed me. You have rewarded me for solving a problem in your life. That is the benefit of my anointing. I pocket that one and I move on and sing hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. So, so, you understand it. And so, the more problems you solve, the better you are enriched or you are blessed. There are people in companies or in businesses, they are not taking bribe. They are doing well. They are not even touching their salary. 
The truth is that they are sincere. When you get to them, they will make sure they do your work for you diligently and make sure you have everything in place. After they finish, people go to give them gifts and they honor them. Some, they can give you houses, they give you car. It's not anything bad you did. You just rendered service to someone and the person is pleased and bless you. Are you, are you understand what I'm saying? So it's important for you to know that you have to solve problems. If you can't solve problems, don't ask for money. Tell somebody, if you can't solve problems, don't ask for money. The food seller is solving your hunger problem. The food seller is solving your hunger problem. When you go there, you pay. You are not eating the food when you feel uh, like an uh, like a, a story I read. He said that come and eat, and your generations will pay. And the guy went and sat in the ate everything when they come and say, okay, now you are finished. Can you pay? He said, ah, but I don't know what you're reading there. Come and eat and your generations will pay. He said, yes, your generations are paying, so that's why you are here, so you have to pay. <laughs> Amen. So, the food seller is solving hunger problem. The doctor is solving our health problems. The landlord is solving our shelter problem. The transporter is solving our mobility problem. The dressmaker is solving our nakedness problem. The pastor solves our spiritual problem. The accountant is solving our financial problem. The banker is solving our money problems. So every institution exists to solve a problem. The question is that why are you existing? When you know why you are existing, that you are existing to solve a problem, then begin solving that problem, and then you begin seeing money. So, this is the trick. If you said, I don't have money, then it means that ask yourself, what problems haven't I found to solve? So, if I need money, let me find a problem, and solve the problem, and I'll get money. So, what I pray for is that God open my eyes to see problems, and give me solutions for the problems, so that I can make money. Simple. 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 Thank you very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Legon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. My Lord with you.